Good day to you, and it's sure exciting to see you. I always uh, think it'd be great if I could see you all. But anyway, um, I'm very thankful uh, to be here today, and I'm very thankful for the things that are taking place in our nation. Lord, I just know they're great, uh, coming better for all of us. So I'm going to prove a little bit of that today. So I'm going to prove something today just uh, lightly, but I want you to listen carefully, and I really believe you'll be encouraged today with what God has given me to share with you. So uh, we'll just thank the Lord right now for His anointing on this Word. I thank you for open ears to hear. I thank you for open hearts to receive it and to be strengthened with us right now in the name of Jesus. So Father, thank you, Lord, for this moment. And here we go. So anyway, you know, uh, it's always something to think about um, where we're going. But you know, an encouragement for me right now is great. Uh, how many know that, uh, you know, there's a lot of prophecies out there, there's a lot of words spoken, but you know who's, uh, what a sure word of prophecy is? It's when God speaks. And, you know, uh, I'm not going to step into the office of a prophet right now, but I'm going to step into the office of God's word. And so, you know, it was shared with me uh, uh, recently, uh, something I was reminded of that we, uh, at one time, but kind of forgot about it. But you know, uh, the Jewish people had in their custom or their belief system that the psalm were speaking to us. Uh, God would speak through his psalm. You know, uh, you, you already know this, but God knows everything from the end of the beginning, the beginning to the end. I mean, God already knows what's going on, and he's not deceived. So anyway, what I want to get at is this. We've been faced with a lot of things in the last uh, three, four, three years. So when you look at the psalm and you, you couple that up with the word, which is what the Jewish people did. Uh, of course, we're in the year uh, uh, 2000 plus now. Uh, but anyway, in verse Psalm 20, uh, would it relate to 2020? Psalm 21, 2020, 20, verse Psalm 21. I'll, I'll quit stumbling here. <laughs> so forgive me about that. Uh, psalm 22 might relate to the last year. And then the 23rd Psalm will speak about this year. So let's look at these just for a moment and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll cruise through these. Uh, if we were in person and you were there and we could spend a lot of time in this, I'd probably delve in a little deeper. But right now I want you to catch a hold of something and you will be encouraged. You will be encouraged. So don't shut it off early. Stay with me a little bit. Now in verse 20, how many of us can remember 2020. Uh, we remember a lot of things in 2020. We remember an attack on our, our physical bodies. We, we remember an election that was really strange and, and all kind of things. But here in Psalm 20, my Bible says, trust not in chariots and horses, but in God. And that's where we need to go. And then I'll just read a few, just a few lines out of each Psalm and try to highlight something that'll make sense to you. Uh, is that all right? Uh, that, that's, uh, that's what I want to do. So if we um, just jump down here to verse four of Psalm 20, may he grant you according to your heart's desire and fill all your purpose. We will rejoice in your salvation. In the name of our God, we will set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill our petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. Now, the, in this gate right here, you see, there's something called the child of God. There's something called a born-again believer. There's, there's something called the anointing on your life. You made Jesus the Lord of your life. The 
Bible says um, that that you're saved, but it also there's uh, things I'd really like to go into today if we have time. But you're drawn into him now. In verse 7, listen to verse 7. With all the things that went on in 20, man, I don't know about you, but it was, it was, it was a fight. But verse 7 says, Some trust in chariots, some in horses. But we will remember the name of our Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stand upright. You know, if you survive 20, you're on the right track. And you know, when I look at some trust in chariots and some in horses, I also uh, see some trust in uh, politicians and, and crazy stuff. But we remember who we trust in. We trust in our Lord. So anyway, enough said about Psalm 20, but you can go back and reread this whole thing. If I advise you to do that and see if it doesn't match up with your 2020. Um, which in some of us um, was a very frustrating year, but you see, God came through. Now, in verse 21, the next year, chapter 21, uh, chapter 21 of Psalm, I'm sorry. I'll have to stay on track here. I get excited about the word and keep going. But anyway, uh, Psalm 21, my headline in my Bible says, Triumph of the King. Uh, the first verse says, The king shall have joy in your strength, O Lord, and in your salvation. How greatly shall he rejoice? You have given him his heart's desire and not withheld the request of his lips. Now, okay, let's move right down to verse 8. Psalm 21, verse 8. Your hand will find all your enemies. Your right hand will find those who hate you. You shall make them as a fiery oven in the time of your anger, and the Lord shall swallow them up in his wrath, and the fire shall devour them. Now, you see, they're starting to get a hold of something here. God knows we were under attack in 21. We know things. But it says here, he's against our enemies. Amen? So it's telling us that. Now, here's what the good news is in verse 10. He says, uh, let me back this up again. You shall make them as a fiery oven in the time of your anger. The Lord shall swallow them up in his wrath. He's on our side. And the fire shall devour them. But in verse 10, their offspring you shall destroy from the earth. And their descendants from among the sons of men. They, they intended evil against you. Think about what's being said here. The onslaught in 2021... Uh, we had a lot of things, a lot of enemy coming against us. And it said they intended evil against you. They devised a plot which they are not able to perform. You're still alive, aren't you? And healthy and kicking and loving the Lord. Therefore, you will make, the, make them turn their back. You will make ready your arrows on your string and towards their faces. Now, I don't know if you picked up on that or not, but it's, you've got to get this clear. The enemy has come against his people, the people of God. Amen? So God is trying to gear us up and say, yeah, they, they sure did. They sure did. But in verse 22, now this is this last year. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry, I keep saying the wrong thing. Chapter, uh, Psalm 22, okay. Uh, Psalm 22, forgive me. Uh, it's called the Psalm of the Cross. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some, at some point, you know, we start thinking, are we hopeless? Did we lose hope? Well, God didn't. And he says here, and of course, uh, why are you so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not hear, and in the night season, and I'm not silent. 
But in verse 3, but you are holy. Now, if you recognize that right now, those are the words that Jesus uttered on the cross. But see, he knew, he picked up in your heart that after this chapter 22, um, Psalm 22 coming out of 21, man, we needed a lift. So he said, and we thought maybe God forsake us. You know, some people even blame God for all that. Well, it wasn't God. So in verse 3, it says here in, in Psalm 22, but you are holy who inhabit the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted and you delivered them. They cried to you and were delivered. They trusted in you and were not ashamed. That's us right now. And you just need to say that sometimes. God, you are holy. Uh, uh, you inhabit my praises. When I say praise God, thank you, Lord, for success and victory and all those things. Um, our Father trusted in you. They trusted in you and he delivered them. God always delivers his people if, if we just stay in there with him. Now, I'm going to jump down to something uh, for the sake of time, not deliver any more of this, but you can deliver it. But in verse 12, it says, Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Bashan have encircled me. They gape at me with their mouths as a raging and roaring lion. I could name names right now. And I'm doing this for sake of staying on line here. But if you think about some of the names of the raging bulls that have come after us with every idea of destroying us, that's what those strong bulls are. Okay? I'd love to name names. You might recognize some start with O, some with P, some with G, some with F, some with X, some with uh, S. You can make it up for uh, that. But anyway, so we see that God knew there'd be men with the idea of destroying God's people, right? And women. It's a long time, and, and women and men. Uh, people, God's people, I said, yeah. And women, too, in this group here. There could have been, a, a, you know, some other H. names named in there. Uh, yeah, like an H or whatever. But anyway, so in verse 16, For dogs have surrounded me. The assembly of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. There's Jesus speaking, but you know you felt like that sometimes last year, didn't you? So in verse 16, uh, 19, But you, O Lord, do not be far from me. O my strength, hasten to help me. Deliver me from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth and from the horns of the wild ox. You can make all that. You can, you can begin to put that into perspective of last year. Just be honest about it. Uh, you felt we're coming out, but then there's been any challenges. I mean, the political uh, mess and all that just seemed so hopeless. But at the same time, it wasn't hopelessly. But um, anyway, you keep reading this Psalm uh, 22, and you'll just kind of see last year come right into uh, in, the, in verse 27, all the ends of the world shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nation shall worship before him, for the kingdom is the Lord's, and he rules over the nation. God rules over nations. So anyway, uh, there's other things that, that we can go in here, but here's what I want to say. 23rd Psalm. This is a brand new year. This is 2023. We've been through all this crisis, all these threats, all this darkness. Uh, we've seen the fruits of darkness 
in these last three years, big time. Some of it was coming on for a long time. But now there's the 23rd Psalm. Now I want to say something about the 23rd Psalm before I get into it. Uh, this, is, this is the psalm of our Lord. This is the psalm of the shepherd. But you see, a lot of times you may have heard this 23rd psalm only in funerals. I want to tell you it is not a funeral psalm. This psalm is about life. So here we are starting a brand new year. We've been through a lot. We started to gain some hope last year. But here we are. Here we are in verse 1 of the 23rd psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. In my Amplified Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd to feed, guide, and shield me, to shield me from danger. I, I, I shall not want. I have no lack. I mean, God's bringing us out into the sunshine right now. And if you'll allow him to it, and you start looking at that, God wants you, uh, what does he say? He makes you to lie down in green pastures. Well, that's not green woke pastures at all. That means the light's coming out, the grass is green, it's, it's fulfilling, it's bringing life back into your life if you let him. Just look at that. He leads me into still water. He's quieting this thing down. He's quieting this thing down for you because he wants to build peace in your heart because that's, that's what he does if you'll allow him to and you'll take your eyes off of all these threats. You'll take eyes off the bull. You'll start looking at the Lord because I'll tell you what, uh, verse 3 says he restores my soul. How does he do that? Well, he gives us the word of God. He gives us people that, that bring messages to you. He gives the Holy Spirit to teach you things and to bring light into your soul, into your into your thinking, into, you know, it just stamps out the darkness. You know, even for a moment of time, when everything seems so dim, you start calling on the Lord, and all of a sudden that light starts to come on. It's a light of hope, light of encouragement, and it's a light of faith because we experience this. And, and he said in verse 3 also, he said, He leads me in the paths of righteousness. I've been teaching a lot about righteousness, consciousness. Righteousness got to do with, with, not being all this swept up with you're some kind of a sinner, you're a drugged down poor uh, Christian that's struggling with every way. No, his righteousness is, is just bringing his glory into your life. Righteousness simply means right standing with the Lord. That means you're clean. Jesus through what he did for you, he redeemed you uh, from all that stuff. He brought redemption in you. He forgave you for all kind, every kind of sin. And so far, uh, in Jesus' name, Lord, this is light, and we need to dwell on his light. Oh, there's so many uh, things I'd like to get into today, but I'm, I'm going to stay just right with this. But here now, yea, will we walk through the valley of the shadow of the death, the shadow of death, says here, I will fear no evil. Well, that's one of your keys right there. Don't allow fear to operate in your life. If you've been doing that, oh my gosh, you know, what are they going to do to me now? What is, what is this next uh, little poke they're going to come up? Forget it. Just refuse to fear and don't submit to fear at all. You know, there's something about fear that I've learned. If we allow fear to come into our life, we're allowing darkness to rule us. I learned that a lot of, uh, a long time ago. I learned it just knowing it, and I've learned it from practical experience. When there's something pops up, and I say, oh, uh, you know, maybe the first voice is about, boy, what's going to happen to us? The next voice is, no, I don't fear any of that. I don't fear anything. What I do is I look to the Lord my God for his strength and his hope. Uh, and here's what it says in the rest of verse 4. It says, for you are with me. You are with me, your rod and your staff. 
the Word of God and the Holy Spirit, they comfort me. So in verse 5, then here we are. We're right here in 2023. We're sitting there, and he says right here, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Mine, you anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. I'm telling you, God this year wants to bring you out. He wants you to, I don't know what's going to happen after this. It just seems like it gets better and better and better if we allow it and we look to this. Uh, and uh, so my cup runs over. I mean, I'm fulfilled. Glory to God in verse 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Hey, all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Uh, brothers and sisters, I hope you get a hold of this. <clears throat> I want you to take time and take another look at this 24th Psalm as it applies to your life. And it's almost like, hey, God's saying, look. I've laid out a whole menu for you right now, a whole menu of hope and, and excitement of serving Him, but also taking care of yourselves and your family and, and just stopping that fear, you know. Uh, like I say, uh, feed your faith and starve your doubts, what an old man said one time, and I never have forgotten that. When, I, when faith seems weak and victory seems lost, I just start finding some word in here to help me. You know, my, some of my favorite confessions, and I, it's, uh, it, and I share this with a lot, but I see an amplified uh, Bible in Ephesians 6.10. It says, uh, be strong in the Lord. And I confess that I am strong in the Lord. I'm empowered through my union with Him. I draw my strength from Him, that strength which is boundless might provide. There's no boundaries to His strength. No boundaries whatsoever. Philippians 4.13, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. Can you imagine saying that to yourself every day? I have strength in all things in Christ who empowers me. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through Him who infuses inner strength into me. I'm self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Oh, there's so much more we could talk about today. That'll be next time. I want you to take these words and be encouraged today in Jesus' name. 2023 is going to be an awesome year. And you know, just in my heart, what I look at is, you know, there have been other things going on right now. And I think as this year unfolds, and the further we get through the spring and into the summer, I, I just expect the end of this year is going to be glorious. And we start right now by believing God and look for the glory. Don't let anything, all this political chatter, any of that stuff uh, fool you at all. God is the God of the nations, and I love God, and you do too. So make Jesus the Lord of your life today. And I, I, use, I do that quite a bit, but anyway, I, I, I say it's good every time because in Jesus said in not Jesus, but Paul told us in Romans 10, 9, and 10 that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart one believes to righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him shall not be put to shame. Everyone who calls upon the Lord shall be saved. God bless you. If you mouth out with me today, you're saved, you're in, and you're ready to grow now. So God God bless you. Love you today. Have an awesome uh, year.